Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Hey there, I'm Tavin Dillard here, and this is a podcast. Uh, it's like a radio show. Years ago, that's what folks would call something like this, because it's something that you listen to with your ears, but you ain't looking at nothing. I mean, you may be looking at something right now, but it ain't what I put together for this podcast. You may be on like a stationary bike, and you're looking at like a painting that your aunt made in the 70s, and she went through this phase where she she liked to toll paint or whatever, and then y'all got like a a deer by a creek, you know, in a wood frame, and it's on the wall that used to be the family room, but uh, you use it as an exercise room now. So, but that ain't what everybody else is looking at. You know, everybody else ain't looking at your aunt's artwork. Not that it ain't good, but I'm just saying not everybody, it didn't get distributed like as as much as maybe you, she'd hoped it would. But anyhow, you listen, maybe you want to walk, maybe you uh, riding in your car, maybe you got a, a Chevy S10 with a lift kit, and uh, the windows are up because when you roll the windows down, you can't hear the podcast. I don't know. I ain't in your truck, you know, we all guys. But this is uh, the Tavern Dealer Podcast. There is going to be some burger shed on this podcast because it was the inaugural season. Well, I want to go over this season of the podcast's first season. It, I guess that is inaugural. I, I'm going to spend some time on my softball season. It just wrapped up. I mean, it had its highs and lows. How so, Tavin? You might be asking yourself. Let me just put it to you this way, okay? <clears throat> you listening? I hope you listen. Got your ears on, because this is a podcast, y'all guys. So ain't nothing to look at. So you got to have your ears on. You got to be on your listening ears right now. Here's some of just some quick things to be looking forward to, thinking about upcoming episodes. Stray horse get loose at the field. Concession stand set on fire. Fella to beat up an adult bull moose, play on other team as us, play against us. I mean, that's just that's just a few just, you know, kind of wet the appetite kind of thing. So you got that to look forward to. But where, where are we at is what you're asking me right now. Is that what I hear you say? Where are we at today? Well, any season of softball starts with what they call a preseason and that's where we're going to begin. But before the preseason, I got to do a preseason announcement, which is thank my sponsors. Now, one thing you probably know about radio, if you've been around since 1920 or later, that radio has advertisements where they'd be like, hey, buy this or looky here at that. Uh, look at these pair of long bridges that are good for baby showers, but also for mowing a lawn and, you know, digging an irrigation ditch. <clears throat> so that ain't what I got today. My sponsor is the Wag Bar. You may have heard them of them before from videos I did or just heard of them, but it's American Wagyu beef. I'm holding one of the bars in my hand right now, and it ain't, it, 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 you can't even really compare it to beef jerky. But you know that beef jerky is? Sometimes you get a piece, it's so, it's so hard to bite through. It's so, it's like you're trying to bite through a piece of burlap, and it's thin, and it's just, you you just jerk, you're trying not to hurt your neck, because the uh, older you get too, you're liable to get a, a neck spasm or sprain something. Uh, this Wagyu beef is soft, 
Uh, it ain't gonna ain't gonna make you uh, work extra hard and hurt your jaw trying to eat it. It's flavorful. They got a few different flavors: original, peppered, hot and spicy, teriyaki. But I know you 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 a health fitness person, right? And you out there saying, "Yeah, Tavin, I hear you." But I do three push-ups a week, and I watch what I eat. So tell me about that. Well, I'll tell you right now. You want to know about the protein? 14 gram. Okay, hold on. Pick your job off the floor. You're probably interested in them carbs. Total carbs, 3 gram. How many calories, you ask? 90. Bingo, the Wag Bar. They sponsor me. Boy, I, I like this protein. I can eat it on the go. I can eat it on the stop. You don't have to tell me where to eat a wag bar. They good anytime. So anyhow, thanks to them for sponsoring this first episode, which brings us to today, which is where I'm mowing a lawn. I'm a Gene Watkins, Raymond Watson. They, they live in town. I'm Gene Raymond Watkins. They live in town. They're an older couple, and I mowed their lawn today. They got a big old front lawn, but they got a pretty decent-sized backyard. You know, yesteryear, folks would have them uh, houses where the house is kind of tiny, and then the yards are big because folks hang out outside. And I hope we get back to that, you know, instead of folks just driving home, pulling in the driveway, closing the garage door, you know, and getting inside and, you know, just thumbing through their Abercrombie and Finch magazines and Versace magazines and that kind of thing. But they getting out and talking to people again, you know. And, they, and uh, the Watkins, they got a front porch. You looking right at their front porch, you're about three steps up. Uh, white house, uh, you know, like just kind of wood house, wood siding on the side, or it looked like siding, but it's wood, you know, it's just planks, I guess you call it. I ain't a house builder, so I can't get all into the nitty gritty of that, but I don't, do know to the left of their front door is a porch swing, uh, and it's it's a nice porch swing. You know, it's one seat, two, three people, depending on how wide them people are, but but uh, Raymond and I and Jean fit very comfortable on that thing, and they'll swing there in the evening, you know, maybe with a glass of sweet tea or whatnot, but today, Here's the deal. I did that front lawn, and it was, it's hot enough, I'll tell you that. And you go right in a house, and if the front door, you know, you stand in the front door, you looking all the way through, and the back door's open, you can see straight through that house. And it ain't long. You see into the backyard. They got the kitchen toward the back. Right to the right is kind of like a the main room where people might really hang out. And then to the left, what they call like a sitting room. I guess years ago, you'd go in there and sit. And they still use that thing. So that's where I was sitting today in a sitting room. And I'm James like, let me get you, let me get you a cold ice water. And I wasn't going to argue with that. You know, you mowing lawns sometimes. I bring water stuff with me sometimes. But um, there's other places I know I'm going, certain houses. Where I'm, well, they're going to take care of me. I ain't got to haul that stuff into town with me today because they, they let me have some water. And Burger Shed ain't too far. I mean, anywhere you go in town, you ain't too far from the Burger Shed. So if I'm, if I'm too thirsty, I can make it there. So I'm sitting in that sitting room, and here I'm Jean coming in. I know she got a glass. Like, she don't have no paper plates. She don't do paper, plastic, nothing like that. You go to a picnic, and if she go there and she ain't in charge of it, she'll she'll make a comment like, boy, glass sure would keep that Dr. Pepper cold kind of thing like that because she, she right about that, but it just ain't practical. It ain't practical to keep a bunch of glasses at a picnic or something. But if you in her house and she in charge of something, she the host, it's going to be one of I mean, it's a, it ain't a light glass when it's empty. And she coming at me with ice water in it today. And so, you know, her and Raymond both, he said he'd go through a gallon of milk a week. Between that milk they drinking and them heavy glasses they lifted, they got strong muscles and bones. For, you know, they elderly couple. They qualify for elderly, but they they, they seriously got, got some strong innards because of, the, you know, the way they lift them glasses and drink that milk. So she bringing that to me and, and in one hand. 
Now, this is where I guess you could say the story began. Because in the other hand, she had like a very black nanner. Now, you see a black nanner, they get overripe or whatever you want to call it. This ain't that. This ain't like, oh, it's getting a little spotty or, oh, you know, it's a little overripe. It, it, it ain't, it's even beyond fully mature. It's a black nanner, and she's coming at me with that thing. And you know when somebody handing you something, even if you ain't seen what it is, if they reach out to you like out of instinct, you reach out because you want to take it from because you want to be nice and say, oh, so before I know that my hand, both hands are reaching out, one for a heavy glass of ice water and another one for a very, very black nanner. And actually for a moment, I wondered if she's putting a dead crow in my hand. I mean, that's how black that thing was. But then I, did, I was thinking about it in my head, and I was like, well, I don't see no beak, and I'm pretty sure Imogene wouldn't take the time to de-beak a crow before she put it in my hand, so this probably ain't that. You know, that's how my mind worked in a moment, because I just didn't know. You know, you see something, you think you know what you're getting, and then you can't even find a category in your brain for what it should be, and it went all the way to a de-beaked crow. I kid you not. But I figured it wasn't, and Imogene, she just handed me that that black nanner. Now I figure <clears throat> I got to do something with this and I didn't want to be, uh, you know, rude, but I also had no idea what to do because it was a very black midnight lights out, not waking up nanner. So here I am. And it wasn't just the fact that I had that wrinkly thing in my head, like in my hand. I was holding it. You know, I'm cradling it like a baby hairless cat. But it's also that I'm pretty sure she wanted me to do something with that nanner right then and there. And you know what? I was right about that, too. She kind of sat down in a chair across from me in that sitting room. And we was, you know... Almost kind of knee to knee, it would have been, but it wasn't for a little coffee table in between us. So she, on the other side, if you can imagine that in your mind's eye as you listen to this, because this is like a you know, radio show, so you listen with your ears as I'm talking about it, though. And I started uh, kind of hatching my own plan, like a live crow from a healthy egg, if you will. And I thought, you know, Hank Thistle, he live up the street here from my machine. If I can get out of this you know, sitting room with this nanner, I can I could toss it on his burn pile. He got a burn pile going year-round, and I could just get rid of that thing. It wouldn't stink or nothing. I mean, it might smell like a little nanner, but that ain't going to, like, envelop the town like this black nanner is, like, covering the palm of my hand right now. So I'm thinking about that, uh, and, and she's she looking at me. You know, now we kind of locked eyes, and I don't guess. I, I mentioned till just now that this, this nanner was pretty tender, I, I I told you how black it was. You remember, it's like pitch black, turn out the lights, get under the covers, black. But it's tender, too, like Myron Curtis's guts. Like, it would just, in fact, you know, you, you just kind of touch it. I, I realized my thumb was going into it. And Imogene just reached across the coffee table because I tried to stand with that thing. I was like, this this is the time to get out of here, you know, kind of thing. I had a swig or two of that water. I, I tried to take big gulps. Uh, I can't drink ice water too fast and make my make my back cold. Like my spine, I don't know what it is. But anyways, I set that thing down, and I get up with that black nanner. I mean, pitch black. Y'all guys, I can't even tell you how black that nanner was. But it wasn't right, you know. It wasn't right. Not ripe, R-I-P-E. It wasn't that either. But it wasn't right, R-I-G-H-T. That ain't right. So I stand up, you know, like, oh, I'm going to take this nanner to go kind of thing. And I'm going to look at me, and she's standing there right with me. And then she kind of tapped my shoulders. 
like she's the wings of a crow flapping, if you will. And she just tap, have a seat, she said to me. She goes, go ahead and finish out here. So it's kind of like it does her heart good to see me eat healthy or something like that away. So now I got to sit back down in this sitting room with this black nanner in my hand. I'm looking at that thing, and she just got her hands just right under her chin, you know, like a like a mama who's got a kid in the school play. It's going to be a treat, and she see that kid on stage, and she just does that little clap right below her chin, like, that's my baby kind of thing. Like, she's just real excited about this. And now, uh, I could tell you how weird it's getting, but I think you already get the picture. I mean, I ain't got to spell it out for you. I'm sitting now with this black nanner, and Imogene has sat back down, and she's just proud as anything, just watching me you know, I guess gonna try to eat this thing. So I'm back down. She's clapping. And I'm I'm just looking at that thing. <clears throat> Sorry, I get a little choked up at this part. Oh. I didn't dry heave in front of her. I'll tell you that. So if you're wondering, oh did Tavin throw it up? I did not throw it up. I did not even dry heave in front of her. But what I did do was I tried to peel this thing. And it's just black banana. I mean blindfold yourself put yourself in a closet and then you can see that nanner black as it could be so i done put my thumb right through it by accident now i'm trying to peel this thing it's getting everywhere imogene could not be any prouder i'm like a toddler with a sloppy joe truth be told i'm like an adult with a sloppy joe it's just all over the place it's in my hands it's in between my fingers so then i start thinking in my head well, I got to get this, I got to start getting this down, just spreading it everywhere, ain't going to make it disappear. So I start eating this nanner out the palm of my hand, but I can't tell what's nanner and what's pill, and I did not want to eat the whole pill. I didn't want to eat none of the pill. So I'm trying to mess with that thing, and she just, she, she, nothing wrong with I'm Like, in her mind, this is how it should have gone. Like, everything's right as planned, and I'm just out of my mind. I don't even know what to do. So I ain't never ate a hairless cat before, but I got to think, yeah, I'm getting close to what it would be like. I was looking at thing in between my fingers, out the palm of my hands. And I realized while I was doing that, that I had locked eyes with Imogene. And she's sitting on that couch in that sitting room across that table from me. And my hands are covered, they're draped, they're marinated in very, very black nanner, y'all guys. And she looks like she just won free tickets to the County Fair Barbecue Picnic Pavilion. And they have them free sodas there, too. The kind of thing. She's just there, and she's hoping uh, that I, I can finish it all, I guess. And I'm hoping it's just over soon. So I finish up the best I can. I mean, I left some on my hands because I was certain that that black nanner had a pill on it, like I said earlier. And if I eat that whole thing, then I'd know for sure I ate the pill too. So just leaving something on my hands makes me think, well, you probably didn't eat the pill, Pavin, so good on you. You know, that just helped my mental capacity, like my thought part of my head. It helped me a little bit with that. I just couldn't handle it. So I reached for that glass of water now. I'm pretty much done with that black nanner, and it just sounded like a bike tire going through mud when my nanner hand hit that glass. And I'm a gene, she pulled a tissue out of her purse, like a little tissue. Like, I mean, if you got if you got a picture of what my hand was like and what a little tissue's like, I mean, it didn't do nothing. My hand just absorbed that tissue. Like, I got in there, and it's like trying to dam a river with a toothpick. You know, it, this tissue does not have a chance. Nice try, Imogene. Thank you. But it got, so, it got black so fast. Now I didn't know if I ate what was in my hand, if I was eating nanner, the pill, or tissue. So now I was really like, man, I sure hope. I ate enough so that she ain't got to see me try to eat whatever's left in my, in my hand because I was, 
I was bound to gag that thing up sooner or later and probably sooner, you know. So there I am. I kind of nod to Amagene. I go for the stand-up, you know, because I, I, what you got to do, you get that old college try, as they say. You say, well, I'll try to get up this time. See, she let me up, and she did. So I'm up, and uh, I was like, mm, good, you know, thank you. And I'm, I, I stand, I, she stand too, and she let me go. So I was like, boy, I'm free. I'm out of here. And she gets to the door, in which I'm glad. She grabbed the door for me. Otherwise, I'm I'm trying to work that thing with that nanner hand, and it, it was going to leave it all over the door. So she let me out the front door, and I I tell her thanks. You know, I nod as I get there. I just descend them, them three, four porch stairs. Seemed like a hundred, you know, in this moment, getting away from that front door like that away. And I think about just wiping it all over my shirt, you know. Like, you know, this day's already shot as far as, like, I already smell like a nanner. Might as well just wipe it on my shirt. But then I thought better. But I looked at that big old nice green fresh cut lawn. I thought, that's how we're going to do this. I just get down on my knees and just start wiping on that lawn. And then felt good, too. You know, it felt good just to get right there on that thing. And then I feel like I heard a, a crow call in the distance. And then my eyes got wide. It kind of shook me a little bit just hearing the crow after everything I just been through. And then I heard, "Boy, you like your job, don't you?" Kind of thing. I turned around, and Raymond's on that porch swing, just watching me just wipe my hands all over his front lawn. And uh, I was like, "Yeah, I do. I sure sure like the the job, Raymond. Appreciate it, you know." And uh, he's nodding and smiling at me, and I just kind of walk over to my bike. You know, it's one of those things where you know you about to be free. But you don't want to do that walk-run thing where you almost about run, but you're walking real fast, like straight-legged, trying to get away. You just want to keep it casual. So I get over like this is just a normal day, and I get over to the bike, and I get my mower uh, hooked up. I just got a rope on the handle of my push mower, and I tie that to the seat of my bike, and then I'm and I'm off down the sidewalk like that away. So that's how we go. I'm I'm going down there, and you know, just within two blocks, I'm passing Hank Thistle's burn pile. Smelled a little like leaves and a whole lot like regret today. I keep going because I'm like, I got, I can't smell like this the rest of the day. Even though a lot of that nanner got wiped on Imogene and Raymond Watkins' front lawn, I smell it. Yeah, I just steady smell the nanner. So I go back to the trailer. I wash up. It's amazing, you know, what a little Irish Spring and some Pert Plus will do. Doesn't take a lot. And I get down to the burger shed to get some real food. I drop my mower off so, you know, I could go a little faster on my bike getting into town. And I get down there. Mort Dwydell, Myron Curtis are in the booth. They're sitting across from each other. Myron's back to the door, so I, but I know what he looked like. And then I can see over his shoulder there's Mort. I walk in there. I walk up to the counter. And, you know, uh, hey, I'm here kind of thing. I don't really have to order uh, what I want because they know what I want unless I'm going to change it. I say, hey, I'm going to change it today. But usually it's a number three which is a bacon double cheeseburger, uh, curly fries, and Dr. Pepper. So uh, Dave was getting started on that, you know, Bud and his crew back there. And Myron turned around to me. He turned around in that booth when he see me, and his eyes are all wide like a possum in a trash can. And he waving me over, and I'm like, boy, boy, these guys are into something. Like, they, they looked like they was thinking hard, like they was working on some remedial fractions or something. Like, there's their mind, their wheels was turning. And then Myron turned, like, waved me over, like I'm, I'm supposed to come over there and help them or something. He says, Tavin, it's softball season. Uh, you want to sign up on our team kind of thing. Like he's inviting me to sign up for a softball team. Now, let me give you some background on town softball. Firstly, it's a big deal. And B, it's always moving along like a mighty river. It's always there. It's just always there. There's always an adult softball league uh, going on. 
And it ain't a big deal, right? You see it, you know about it, whatever. But when Myron in, extended that invite on that afternoon in the burger shed, something grabbed me. I even think I heard a little chariots of fire. I got lost in the adult softball league invite. That's what's happening, y'all guys. That's what's going on. For some reason, I could see it for what it really was, you know, stories. Legends being born. Friendships being strengthened. A mild resemblance to exercise. And free snow cones on Thursday nights if your team wins. And then I just hear, hey, Tevin, you there? And I snap out of it. Mort Dwydell is standing next to me, and he's looking like he's ready to uh, jump to action or something. And he's like, Lord, Tevin, I thought you had a stroke. I was ready to do the hind lack on you. And I was like, I don't think that's how it works, Mort. So Myron, he's still waiting for my reply, and he's like, are you in? And I nod. I was like, I sure am, buddy. And they're like, great, that's $20. So I'm like, okay, fine. So I handled her that hard-earned cash, you know, I had to endure a black nanner for that. And uh, and I asked him, you know, I was like, you know, I figure I'm in now. You know, I give them the money over. I got questions they, they need to be able to answer. I was like, well, what's our team name? And they said, Myron didn't know. He's like, I, I, we, we ain't got a name yet, Tevin. And I was like, do you have a sponsor? Uh, no, we ain't got no sponsor, Tevin. And I was like, well, that usually helps you with the team name. So, uh what can you tell me about the team kind of thing? And Myron's like, well, we had to, we need two more players for a full roster. So I guess the way I look at it, I did some pretty quick math, and you got three. Uh, you know, you added me just now. So when I walked in the door, y'all needed three. So now, you know, they only need two is what he was saying to me. And then Myron's like, once we filled out roster, then I ordered them uniforms, and we I have them there the first game, which is next week. So, you know, they up against it, putting this roster together. You know, they got deadlines instead of coming at them. So I'm on the team. Now, about that time, uh, Mary Beth Tucker, she come in the burger shed, and Myron, he can't take his eyes off her. Like, Mary Beth, my, one of my best friends growing up is Russell Tucker. Mary Beth's his little sister. Uh, she got married young right out of high school. That didn't work out. You know, she's single, and she uh, – you know, she's a good old girl. She went to school for horses. Her and Russell, they come from uh, kind of husky stock. They good poke. And, and she she's smart girl. She know a lot about veterinary stuff. So anyways, you know, Myron's just kind of seen her come in. And I noticed that he can't keep his eyes off her. And uh, Mort says, you know, hey, easy, Myron. Why, you know, why don't you take a picture to last longer? And Myron's like, I ain't a pervert. And Mort said, taking a picture is if you don't ask. And they going at it like just little brothers. And I say, easy, fellas, you know, stop talking about perverts and pictures. And I just holler at her. I was like, hey, Mary Beth. And she turned around. She's like, hey, guys. And she make her way over to our booth. And Mary Beth, you know, she, she's in there, I guess, for some lunch. But she ain't in a big rush, you know, when you got time to just stop and shoot the bull a little bit while they making her lunch or whatever. And she just say, you know, how, how y'all doing? And Mort's like, well, we're getting ready for softball season. She goes, well, I'll be working at snack bar on Thursdays down there. And I could see Myron was wide-eyed and flustered. So like any good friend, I just uh, I say, hey, Mary Beth, uh, Myron's got something to say to you. And so she turned and looked right at Myron. And truth be told, I just thought he'd stay flustered, and that'd be that. But he said he got focused. Like Myron pulled it together in a moment. He said, <clears throat> Mary Beth. I got a new moped here recently for my birthday, and it'd be my honor if I could pick you up tonight and take you down to Bickham's All-You-Can-Eat Catfish Buffet like that away. Well, I was shocked. And Mary Beth, she's like, that sounds fun, Myron. How about 6.30? And he nod. Bud calls her order, and out she goes. And just a minute earlier, it seemed like Myron was bumbling to get our season put together. 
No team name, no team sponsor, but, well, maybe Myron's got, you know, he's on top of it more than I think. You know, see him pull it together with that Mary Beth day as quick as he did. I'm like, well, you know, come next week, I show up to the field. We should have our uniforms and full team roster and everything, I guess. Maybe even the team name. I don't know. Maybe he's holding out and, like, we vote on it. Like, maybe we have a couple different versions of the name or what we want to be called, and then we we vote on it first. I don't know. But anyways, I had a little more confidence in, in Myron after that. And so I figure I need to start stretching out now. I'm I'm quick and wiry, but I still got to stretch, you know, because yeah, I'm still a common man. You know, I got the muscles. So preseason's upon us. That's all I know about the team after the first week. Next week at the City Fields, we coming together as a team with no name where stories will be born, legends will be made, and hopefully – I'll be getting a free snow cone at that concession stand. Mary Beth Tucker's working. I don't know the flavors. They usually have about five or six of them. So it begins, y'all guys. New softball season. Clean slate. Nothing but hope and blue skies ahead. Everything seemed to be coming together nicely. The way I look at it, hey, and y'all guys are invited. Strap on them cleats. Grab your sunflower seeds. Meet me at the fields. You're on my team now. And I promise you one thing, there ain't get, never going to be no dull moment over this away. Thanks for joining me, y'all guys, on this podcast. Now, it's like a radio show. That's what you've been doing me here. I want to thank my, my sponsor, Wagbar. How much protein again, Tavin? 14 grams. What about them carbs? 3 grams. Calories? 90. American Wagyu beef. Check them out. All right, y'all guys. As for me... I'm Tavin Dillard. You can find me at TavinDillard.com. T-A-V-I-N-D-I-L-L-A-R-D.com. You can find me on the TikTok, Tavin Dillard. Instagram, Tavin Dillard. Facebook, you guessed it, Tavin Dillard. YouTube's Sweet Tea Films. And if you could rate this podcast, share it with your friends, kind of like a butterscotch disc from your grandpa's pocket, I'd sure appreciate it, y'all guys. And hey, if ain't nobody handed you a pitch black nanner today, you doing all right. We'll see you later.